Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. It's been a few weeks since my last update here, but I hope that's only whetted your appetite for more flash fiction. I'm at a point where I'm trying to work out where I want this to go and and what I want to do with it. and I'm starting to rewrite some of the fundamental rules that underpin the world. Um, I'm I'm trying to bring in some of the stuff that um, I've developed and also try and take it back to the feeling and excitement of some of the earlier writing. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, Until then, uh, please enjoy this. Coming home. Vala clamped down on the pain in her stomach, keeping her expression neutral as she approached the thrones. The room was stone-clad, wooden benches running its length, and lit by extravagant dust lanterns that cast everything into stark shadow. During the evenings, the walls rang with song and dance, the tables groaning under the weight of a banquet, fine delicacies from far-off Johaland or Tudeka, or humans twisting in sinuous dance. Now, only the sound of her bootsteps tapped back at her as she approached Duke Sanglier. He was a huge man, but solid rather than fat. To his left lounged an immense boar, easily fifteen feet long from snout to tail, coarse grey hair rising to a frill that ran the length of her spine. Vala could hear the matron's slightly laboured breathing, even at a distance, but her golden eyes were bright as she watched the young woman approach. Vala stopped in front of the thrones and bowed her head. The chains around her hands bit tightly. Guards, leave us. Vala heard the creak of leather and the rattle of plate as the six guards, one in each corner and two at the door, filed out. They closed the door quietly. Feeling naked without her weapons, she fought to keep her breathing under control as the silence stretched. So... She raised her eyes again and looked at the duke. His eyes bored into her, and with the flick of a finger he gestured her to speak. Six months ago you sent me to infiltrate the Gaib army to determine the state of the war, she began. My orders were to observe, report back, identify key weaknesses, and if possible, destabilise their position. Matron Ruger stirred on her cushions, exposing a stripe of bulging stomach. There were small sores there amid bald patches where the boar hadn't moved. The war is over, and the Gaib appear to be stronger than ever. They took a lizardfolk settlement, expanded their lands. In the eyes of the council, their star is on the rise. She narrowed her eyes. And you let it happen. What could I do? Vala bit back a wince as her stomach twisted again. She began to pace perpendicularly to the thrones, creeping forward a tiny bit every time she turned. Her chains clinked with every step. They're well-trained and fierce fighters. 
I fed false information into their intelligence packages, sending them to places where the lizardfolk forces were thickest or entrenched, and they just took it in stride. I talked at length with so many of their soldiers looking for unrest or dissent, and there was some, but not enough among the humans, and the cats are fiercely loyal. Duke Sanglier's face could have been carved out of stone. He leaned forward slightly. So, what did you do? he said, voice dangerously quiet. I decided to work on their command structure. They have a few small elite units and a field commander. Removing one of them would have had an impact. So I got closer to one of them. She believed we were... romantically involved. And were you? Not to begin with. But then... She closed her eyes and stopped pacing, her mind's eye filling with memories. She saw again the moonlight greasing the curve of a cheek, the fall of red hair over a pillow, the scent of sweat and leather armour. When she fought, it was this incredible fury, but focused, like the tip of a spear. She was like that in everything she did, actually. The Duke made a small sound of disappointment, and Vala opened her eyes. She was much closer to them now, closer to Ruger than to the Duke. Her eyes widened as the thing in her stomach sent another jolt of pain through her, like a gut punch. It was almost time. You were compromised, the Duke said. Turned. So why come back? She died, Vala said. Sweat broke out across her brow, over her upper lip. She was killed by one of your spies. She took a step closer face contorting despite her best efforts. I had nothing left to live for. Ruger shook her head and snorted. So you hoped for some sort of mercy here? They were supposed to extricate you from whatever situation you were in, assuming you had been captured or compromised, or kill you before you could have anything of worth tortured out of you. She died fighting, threw herself between me and them, never really knowing what was going on. You killed her. Another step closer. She was almost in touching distance. One final leap and she would be there. A numbing cold spread from her midsection up her spine, robbing her of any poise she had left. The moment had come. Her legs failed her as she stumbled forwards, the gas from the capsule she had swallowed hours earlier billowing out of her mouth. Her forward momentum carried her into Ruger's face, the boar only barely having time to register surprise as she instinctively inhaled. The duke, with a speed that belied his frame, leapt away, out of range. Vala could hear him calling for the guards as darkness surrounded her vision. She closed her eyes, the numbness cutting off all sensation, her mind floating free, unable to hear his calls. At least I got one of them, she thought. Her lover's arms closed in around her, the velvety darkness following close behind. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach, where you can find more fiction just like this, 